0: Today, we're going to be talking about your freelancing business, TK, okay? and that too in writing. Freelance writing business. Yes. And of course, it's going to be online. And, you know, Zahire, freelancing is online. Freelancing means your business is online. This is just another way of doing it. So if you don't know what kind of business to start, we did go over a list of questions like for brainstorming in order for you to decide which industry should you choose? Please go back to yesterday's video and, and watch it and answer those questions. Only then you will be able to decide what kind of business should you start. If you already know you wanna start writing business, this I'm gonna cover like the basics. You're gonna you're, you're you're interested in writing, right? You also have to decide in writing what kind of writing? What niche are you going to cover? Those who are into writing, they will know there are so many categories. In one industry, there are so many choices, so many options. So this will make sense to people who are already writers or who want to write. Okay? You ऐसी category choose a category which interests you, not what pays more. Because it'll be easy for you to do this continuously. It will not tire you. It will not burn you out if that is your interest. But if you're starting it for money, you will have no motivation to learn more, to excel in it, and to, of course, grow your business. You will burn out because it requires a lot of effort. Okay? if you're interested because you're interested in it. That's your passion. But if you're just doing something to get more money, guess what? There is no money in the beginning anyway. So before the money starts to come in, we feel we're tired and we give up and we are burned out. Because we did not start the right way. You would like to spend your time on. Start something that you would like to spend your time on without getting paid for it. Only then you will start getting paid for it. So what kind of writings are you know available? Content writer, that's a pretty broad term. Content writer could be content writer for what kind of content? It could be scripts, it could be dentistry, it could be fashion, it could be food, it could be travel. That's a pretty broad term, content writer. Another one is blogging. You can write blogs for people, but guess, guess what? What type of blogs? Please do not consider yourself a master of all kinds of writing because nobody's a master of it. You can be a master of one thing and one particular field or industry or niche. You cannot be a master of everything. So figure it out. That's not blogging on food but you can also write about fashion. You don't know anything about fashion if your expertise is food. Then we have articles, okay? These could be for corporates, uh, corporate companies. They have to be like business related. And I'm not a writer, and I still know there's like way too many things, you know, in just writing. So imagine, if you are a writer, you have to know all of this, okay? Agar nahi or otherwise you won't be able to go feature writing okay feature writing is like pr related i think on these big websites okay then there is ebooks oh my god that's like a huge industry and a totally separate one because writing ebooks require a lot of formatting a lot of and it's a niche within a niche, okay? That's how big it is, but still it's huge. Then we have uh, press releases. There are people who are experts in writing a press release, will be a certain form of writing okay? writing, okay? Then we have technical writing. I don't even know what that is. Ye bhi hai. Then we have copywriting. Because then you would want to do this if, even if you're interested in it or not, but it is copywriting. Copywriters make a ton of money. Oh my God. Good copywriters are so hard to find, are so expensive to hire. But again, keep in mind, if they are at a place where they get paid Tens of thousands of dollars for just one kind of copywriting, it took them a lot of time to get there. and you know so don't think that you can become a copywriter overnight and you will start getting paid big money that's not how it works, and that is not what I teach. If you pay the slightest attention to what I say, if you pay the slightest attention to what i'm actually saying i do not ever say this is going to be easy. I do not ever say, "Oh, ye shortcut hai, You will not find me say this ever. Anyway, so then after copywriting, we have um, journalists. journalists Then there's creative writing. Again, mujhe nahi pata ki creative writing me kya kya hota hai. I just know that creative writing is then there is, um, there is, a, is a category or yeah, niche, that is uh, short stories. Aap writing? What do you write short stories? What do you short stories what topic you write? What are What biographies religious Biographies? What you Again, itna narrow down karna And then we have um, novels, like ghost writing. help a novel big industry, and it pays a lot of money. but again, you have to know that this is the, the path you're choosing, and then you have to stick to it in order to make uh, in order to make something out of it. You cannot be spending your time and energy on uh, mastering a skill, and then after two years, you give up and start all over. Yes, you can do that by all means again but if interest hota or you know if this was your passion, then you would not get burned out and you would not uh, you know give up. If it is your passion, if it was your passion, you still want to start from you know scratch something new, by all means you can do it. Guess what? If you've done it once, you can do it multiple times and it becomes easy. I just say, make sure you get something out of it. You learn something from it. Let it make you some money. Let it teach you some some valuable lessons. Then by all means, change your path, start something else, and then start from scratch. The formula remains the same. You just need to apply it on a different category, on a different niche. That's it. Then we have uh, editors. I'm Sure, you know who editors are and what they do. And then we even have proofreaders. I'm sure you know what proofreaders do. After you've decided you want to build a career in writing and you've decided what kind of writing are you going to pursue. After you have decided these two things, again, I always say this, create a spreadsheet. You know, write your future client name. It could be anybody. If you want to work for a big newspaper, by all means, just write it. You know, that becomes your goal that you have to reach there. And then you can decide how you're going to reach there, but at least keep it there. Write down the, the name, who you would like to work with, write down, how can you contact them, write down, did you contact them or not? Just whatever information you want, at least you have a database of people that you like to work with, or they could be a list of your potential people who will help you reach that big company. As For example, you write for small you know, companies or you know, uh, solopreneurs or other freelancers. You write for them and build your portfolio so you can reach out to these big companies and say, I have this experience and I want to work with you. Yes, you can do that. You can uh, go to places again and offer your services that you're starting in this. It could be in your city. It could be, you know, find something from newspapers. It could be in Facebook groups. Just search up a few names or a few keywords and you will see their groups and you just join them. And then how they do things, you know, learn from them. Really observe that page or the group um, your engagement and how they do things. Really pay attention to that, okay? Ask relevant questions in the groups. Engage in conversations, useful conversations. Provide value, whoever needs somebody maybe at a step lower than you, a step in the sense that you may have some knowledge and they don't. Or sometimes, because there's so much to learn, there's there's a different area that you have not explored and you have questions and you may not know it or you've had experience with it. You can answer their question. Just be your authentic self. So uh, when you create your Facebook page, clearly mention what you do, who your um, offer or service is for. If I come to your website and I know that you are somebody I could use in my business, I should be able to tell. If I cannot, guess what? I may not find the time to dig that information out. I will move on. He or she is not for me. I will move on. But if it clearly states what you do and who you serve, I will contact you then. That's how every client thinks. So I'm just trying to tell you make sure that when you take it seriously, up the Facebook page, but clearly mention what you offer and who you offer it for, and then how to contact you. Facebook page, but you, can, you can send you a message, your message via Messenger. So it's that easy how to contact, you know, people. It is so easy to find out how to contact a master, a guru, a company, or somebody. You know, it is so easy these days. It is not hard. Just do a little bit of research and find out their contact information. So approach Please don't be creepy. Oh my God, please do not be weird and creepy. And I will tell you, you know, uh, or maybe when, when you start your business, you will know people can be creepy. People can be so weird. I'm not judging them. Maybe some people find me creepy. Who knows? But, you know, we just have to be respectful. We just have to not waste their time, value their time ha hello hi you just ask it saves their time by all means you have to start a conversation in a manner which is I read your article, oh my god I hundred percent relate to this point you instantly got their attention that's it then I have a question would you be interested in this or I've always wondered how to do this they will gladly answer Sorry, that will be considered an email that does not need to be responded. There are many ways to do this too. Yeah, sometimes we can be creepy and weird. Even if that happens, you can just send another email. Sorry if that didn't sound right. This is what I meant. By all means, we're all humans. We all make mistakes. It's okay. Just just go home, follow. The, the mentors are gurus that we follow. Uh, they were not and they still are not perfect. They make mistakes and it's okay to make mistakes. It just makes you more human. Okay. robots. As long as you are providing value to your clients, which is your future clients. I've talking about clients who won't give any, you can talk to people and ask them if you could do this research for them in this particular field. You give It's a little bit of a help, right? Up research and you provide it to them and they'll be forever grateful, right? Get feedback, and they can, can say, oh, my God, he or she was so helpful. They conducted this research for me, and it is so helpful. It's a review. It's feedback, testimonial, review, bolden. Anything that you do for somebody else, okay? Gather testimonials. Then you can offer your service at a reduced price to the same people. Now they know that they liked working with you. And then you are offering a reduced price to them. So it's a win-win situation both get benefit from it. They may accept it, they may not. And it's okay. It's fine. But at least you tried, right? If you had not tried, you wouldn't know their answer. So make sure you try it. You ask them, they may say yes. If they say yes, you know, deliver the work with um, efficiency and in a timely manner. And then uh, gather another testimonial and they may say, oh my God, this was the second time uh, he or she helped me do this and I I cannot wait to work with him or her again. That is a testimonial as well. Somebody worked with you two times and they loved it. That's all you need to hear from anybody, right? You're not going to find like he or she did this and he or she did this and No. Testimonials reviews are when you're following instructions, when you deliver the work in a timely manner, when you understand what they need, um, you pay attention. That's it. Nobody goes into the the technical details of what you did. So you know, if you responded right away, they may give you a feedback on that too. So please, testimonials cannot be just just very technical language that nobody understands. No, somebody worked with you, no matter what they did, they enjoyed working with you and that's it. That's more than enough, okay? And guess what, they worked with you for the second time, that's even better. Now, after working with you once, if they never contact you again, it could mean two things. One, they don't need that service ever again, which is highly unlikely. But it mostly means they did not enjoy working with you. You were not a pleasure to work with. It's that simple. So work on that, you know, so people can enjoy working with you. So your clients can keep coming back to work with you because they like the way you work. It's pretty obvious when you're not getting clients, what is it that you're not doing right? In my next session, I will be uh, covering why you're not getting hired. Okay, and this is a lot of people's that you think. So as long as you keep providing value, you keep receiving reviews, okay? Review just contact them and ask them. If you get a review, then you understand that they're being courteous not to tell you that they didn't enjoy working with you. Some people may even tell you, uh, it was this and I, it didn't work out. It's okay, you don't need to take it personally. This is somebody else telling you why whatever you're doing is not working. So you work on it. You improve that. You, sh- you need to thank that person. Oh, my God. Thank you for saying this. Nobody said that before. I'm going to work on it. He or she is going to respect that. And he or she, just crying to me as a review VA, will hire you again just because you admitted that you, know, you didn't see that. You, didn't, you admitted that you needed to improve in that area in which you were going to work on. Be human. Be you. Be authentic. That's what people do. You know, that's how we learn. So you've talked to multiple people. You've provided value. You've uh, gathered a few testimonials. You can write down how many testimonials you're going to receive per month and work towards it, 10 per month, 20 per month, and then go talk to as many people as you can to get to that number. It's not easy. If it's written down, you will get to it. Okay? Now that you have talked to so many people, Your communication has improved. You know how to communicate better now, right? You have gathered so many reviews. Now you know your strengths and weaknesses, right? In working with multiple people, now you know which area needs more improvement or which area is not your forte. Now is the time you can head over to marketplaces. Up until now, I didn't mention it because, oh my God, you were not ready for it. How can I tell you go create your account at this marketplace and you will do great? No, you will not do great because establishing a portfolio on these marketplaces are, they require the same energy and time that you did offline, off of these marketplaces. Only now you have to do it here too. But uh, if you just start with, you know, from marketplaces, you will be disappointed. You will be struggling for the longest time. These steps that you are doing or you're taking before you come to marketplaces, these steps are preparing you for everything on the marketplaces. So again, if you're looking for shortcuts, this will not work. Every marketplace works almost similarly. They're all the same. Okay. with little to no difference, all right? So go ahead, create your account. Start with one marketplace. And I'm gonna give you a few names too. Create your account on one marketplace at a time. Work on, like I said, just imagine all that work you've done. Now you have to do all that work on one platform. And then you're gonna do the same work on another platform to get established on yet another platform. See, it's a lot of work. But if you've done it once, you become better at it, and it's faster, and you don't get as disappointed because you've you followed all the steps. It makes it easy. Working in fraud department for Upwork, I've seen these profiles. I'm not saying they were not real profiles, but if you are not following their terms and services, which they clearly say your own name, your own picture, your own um, you know description how can you provide somebody else's information there just to get like visibility? It doesn't work like that. Anyway, once you've created your account on one platform, you have to repeat all those steps, all those steps. You have to keep applying for projects. You, you're going to keep holding, you know, meaningful conversations, you have communications with clients. You have to keep doing an awesome job for them, you know, not to mention submit or your work in a timely manner, uh, and of course, gather reviews from them and keep screenshots of those reviews in your Google Drive, okay? Because something happens to the marketplace, something happens to your account, and you've lost all that information. That's why. It's your information, your um, you know, work. Keep backup of it. Now we're going to discuss what marketplaces you can join when you've gone through all the struggle, finding a marketplace and establishing your portfolio on the marketplace may seem easy. So in writing, the trick is, the trick is to find writing services and content services for companies or for clients. They always need freelancers to work for their clients, right? For example, if you go to Clear Voice, C-L-E-A-R-V-O-I-C-E, clearvoice.com or contently.com. They provide content services to businesses, right? But they also need freelancers to create that content so that they can provide that service to other companies. Check it out. You will understand what I mean. Uh, Type contently, C-O-N-T-E-N-T-L-Y.com. Then there's uh, scripted dot com. Then there is contentrunner.com. There is problogger.com. There's textbroker.com. The, the list is huge. Once you try researching these, there will be related uh, searches will show up so you can uh, find those too. I did not even mention Upwork and Fiverr. You can even you know, go without them because these are strictly for writers. Upwork and Fiverr is for everybody. So, yes, it's hard to get established on those sites, but why not get established at these specialized sites for your own industry? Makes sense? That was it. Go ahead. Start creating your writing, freelance writing business before 2020 ends. And when 2021 starts, you will be on the right track. All that hustle, all that struggle, all that learning phase will be gone. And then you will be in a growing phase, like how to grow from here. Now that you've gathered testimonials, you've talked to a few people, now you know how to communicate. Now what, okay? Maybe in one of these platforms, you get a full-time income from one of these platforms. Who knows? Maybe on your Facebook page, you gathered a few of your clients that you work for full-time and you don't even need to find more people uh, as clients. Guess what? That's when you hire and train others and you start your business, okay? And you have other freelancers working under you and you scale as a full-fledged business solely online. Thank you for listening to the season two of In Pursuit of Excellence with Nosheen. If you are new to my podcast, I invite you to join me in this journey of creating your dream laptop lifestyle by subscribing. You can find me on almost every podcast directory. Just look up In Pursuit of Excellence with Nosheen or go to NoSheentalk.com. Take control of your life by start taking action. See you on the inside.